Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Mirror Podcast. I'm your host, Kyle David. If you didn't know, now you know. Hey, uh, I, uh, I'm back this week talking about something that uh, I've dealt with a lot in life, and you probably have too. It's pretty universal, I think. Um, but here it is. This week, we want to. I want to talk about uh, letting your feelings guide your life and why that's a really bad plan. It's a really bad plan, right? Um, we all have feelings, right? Feelings are are super, super real. We all have feelings, good, bad, in the middle, right? Um, so, and, and some more than others, right? Some people are more emotional individuals than others. Uh, there's a whole spectrum of emotions, right? There's a spectrum of emotions, and then there's a spectrum of people on the emotional spectrum. Some more stoic, some very deeply emotional and everything in between. Um, and none of it is right or wrong. It's just the way you are, the way I am, the way the way we're built, created. Uh, we're all different, unique individuals. So we're all going to be different in the way that we feel, the intensity of our feelings, and kind of where we land on the spectrum as far as uh, deep emotions or or not so deep emotions. But here's the thing, right? Uh, you can't let your feelings rule your life. You can't let your feelings ru- rule your life. If you do let your feelings rule your life, a few things will happen, in my opinion. One, you'll never find joy, peace, or happiness if your feelings always rule your life because there's always going to be struggles, pain, difficult things in life um, constantly. So if you let your feelings be the determiner of your joy and peace and fulfillment in life, um, then you're just never going to feel those things, right? You're never going to experience joy, peace, fulfillment if you just rely on your feelings to dictate your life, right? So that's one, right? Two, you'll never live the life or achieve the things that you want if you just let your feelings uh, dictate your life, right? If you just let your feelings dictate your life, you'll never actually accomplish much, right? If I don't feel like going to the gym and then I just don't go to the gym because I didn't feel like it, I'll never be in the shape that I want, right? If I just let my feelings dictate my decision-making, uh, I'm going to just be a very below average human and live a very below average life versus what I'm capable of if I just let my feelings dictate all my decision making, right? Letting your feelings dictate your decision making is often a terrible idea. Uh, I've said this before, uh, Jonathan Pecluda, shout out to Jonathan Pecluda, uh, JP, he's, he said many times, and this is not an original thought, right? But your feelings are real but they're not reliable. Your feelings are real, but they're not reliable, right? I may not feel like going to the gym, um, but I shouldn't rely on that. It's still good for me to go to the gym. I may not feel like working hard today, uh, but I shouldn't rely on that because I should work hard today, right? I may not feel like uh, I'm, I'm enough or that the people around me believe in me or this or that. I shouldn't let that feeling dictate the decisions I make. It's just very poor decision-making. Feelings-based decision-making is poor decision-making, right? You have to be able to make logical decisions in the midst of your feelings, right? You have to. If your feelings rule your life, you're not in control, right? I feel things all the time that I'm like, ooh, that's like, that's not good. I don't like that, right? I have feelings all the time, and you probably do too, that I don't like, right? And so if I just let all the things that I feel dictate my life, I'm not going to like the results very much. And you're not either. You have to learn how to 
uh, control your feelings and make decisions, even when you feel a certain way, you have to be still be able to make the decisions that are opposing to that feeling because your feelings are not always reliable, right? If you're a relation in a relationship and it just feels hard, you just feel like it's just too hard. Do you just bail, right? Do you just bail on the relationship because your feelings in the moment weren't weren't what you wanted? No, no, it's horrible decision making. And hear me, right? I've I I let my feelings control me more than I would like. We all do. None of us are going to reach a a spot of perfection when it comes to decision making and and overcoming our feelings. But you need to be working on it. Like you need to be working on being aware of your feelings and then being able to deduce like are these feelings uh are these feelings good indicators of decision the decisions I should make. Oftentimes no. Right again, feeling feeling groggy in the morning is not a good reason to like sleep past your alarm. Feeling like you're tired and you don't want to work out is not usually a good indicator of should you work out. Feeling like you don't want to eat healthy doesn't mean you shouldn't eat healthy. Feeling like you're not you're not in the mood today to work hard doesn't mean you shouldn't work hard. Feeling like I'm not really I'm not really into this relationship. Um I don't feel like it's giving me all that I need doesn't mean you should just leave your relationship. Right? And I'm not saying you should do all those things. There are days you should rest from the gym. There are relationships you might want to leave. There are days where you might need to sleep in because you just really need to sleep. But overall, you have to be wise enough to audit your feelings and determine which ones should should drive decisions and which ones shouldn't. Because if you just let all of them drive all your decisions, uh, first of all, just speaking from experience, that's immaturity, right? Being Not being able to make decisions that are that are uh, opposing to a feeling is just immaturity, lack of experience. And that's not to knock anyone. I've, like I said, I've been there, still get there a lot of times. Um, but there are many times I know that my feelings are horrible indicators of the decisions I should make, right? So I have to do the opposite of how I feel. And that's just life. You got you to gotta do the opposite of, of what you feel very often in life, right? I'm sure soldiers at war don't always feel like getting up and going to battle every day. But they just have to. If they just listen to their feelings, lives and countries and nations would be affected. Right? That's one example there, right? So you have to have control over your feelings or your feelings will have control over you. And when your feelings have control over you, you're anxious, nervous, depressed, unfulfilled, not at peace, not joyful. When you just let your feelings run your life, right? It's a sign of maturity to be able to feel something and not always make that decision based on that feeling. That's a sign of maturity, right? Uh, So very practically, like I think you have to surround yourself with people that can help you process your feelings. The, the, The idea that you're so wise and smart that you would be your own counselor, therapist, uh, uh, inner circle and, and, uh, decision maker is just, it's arrogant. It's immature and it's arrogant. And again, I've been there, but that's just the reality. Uh, 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 a silo or an echo chamber of one, just you yourself and you is a horrible, horrible, uh, grouping of people to make decisions with. You need wise people. You need outside perspectives. You need to process feelings with others so you can make the most wise and uh, informed decision, not just based on yourself, right? If you're the one feeling the feelings 
and then you're the one determining all the decisions around that, uh, you need a second opinion. <laughs> you need a second opinion. You need, it's wise to seek the counsel of many, to seek the counsel of others. It is unwise to try to be everything for yourself and not be humble enough to seek outside opinions. It's just unwise, right? And again, I've done it many times in my life, right? I tried to live my life all on my own for many years and it absolutely crumbled around me. I ended up in rehab. My fiance left me. Uh, uh, my career took a hit. Like when you try to do it all your own, you will eventually burn out. You will eventually burn out. Again, that's arrogant. It's arrogance to think that you are the, the wisest and the best person to always inform you. That's arrogant. And so don't be that person. The world deserves what you have to offer and you have a ton to offer. But you need others to help you pull the greatness out of you, process the hard times, process the feelings, make the wisest decisions. You need a counsel of others. You can't do it all on your own. That's unwise. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. That's what I'm thinking through. And again, I'm, I'm in the process myself of bringing more people in to process my feelings bringing more people in to help me make decisions so that I don't just make rash decisions based on my own momentary feelings. Because guess what happens with feelings? As you know, feelings come and feelings go, right? In a moment, you may feel a certain way, make a decision that a few hours, days, or weeks later, you don't feel that thing anymore and you would have made a different decision if you could have looped somebody else in and not just made a decision based on how you felt in the moment, right? Quite often, how we feel in the moment is not a good determiner of the decisions we should make. And you have to think of like third and fourth order consequences, right? You can't just think of the first order consequences of if I do this, this happens immediately, right? Like if I do this, what will happen in a few months if I do that? Or again, working out such a good example, right? If I don't work out because I don't feel like it and I do that long enough, what will happen to my health in a year or two? What will then happen to my family when I'm not in good health if I get sick? What will happen to my family if I get sick and they can't take care of me? Right? Third and fourth order consequences. That's wisdom. Having others help you think through future impact of current decisions is wisdom. It's not weak. Arrogance tells you I don't need others. Humility and wisdom says I do need others. Your feelings are real, but they're not reliable. They are not always reliable, right? So that's where I'm at. Hopefully something there is helpful. Do not live your life in a silo of one, just you and yourself making decisions based on your feelings. It won't work out well for you. It won't. Never has, never will, right? That's not how life works. We were created to live in community and we were created with a brain that's a, a machine of processing. Um that doesn't always need your feelings to be part of the equation in decision-making, right? You need logic. You need others to be able to make wise, good decisions and live a life that you want, right? Be selfish with it. Have others looped into your processing and your decision-making so you can live a life that you want that you couldn't have achieved on your own. So let that land how it lands with you. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back next week with another episode of Inside the Mirror Podcast.